So my name is Kimberly Wild. I am the Advocacy and Campaign Coordinator for Western Australia for the Justice Reform Initiative. Uh, the Justice Reform Initiative is a new national uh, cross-party justice reform organisation that's working to reduce over-incarceration in Australia. Uh, we're working to promote communities where disadvantage is no longer met with a, a default criminal justice system response. So it's um, where uh, cycles of disadvantage are not sort of automatically managed in the community, in the criminal justice system as, as they currently are. Um, we're committed to ending Australia's harmful and costly reliance on prison um, and we're looking to build an evidence-based criminal justice policy for Australia that identifies effective alternatives to incarceration and enhances community safety. Um, we recognise that um, over-incarceration is harmful, it's costly, the over-representation of vulnerable and disadvantaged populations in the criminal justice system and uh, that we need to address the social and health drivers of crime and incarceration. Once a person is incarcerated in Australia, particularly Western Australia, aside from the obvious lack of freedom, what basic human rights and access to services are they then denied? And what behavioural, psychological and social impacts does this have on those prisoners? Sure. So um, it's, it sort of it varies between um, jurisdictions and it varies even um, between prisons. So um, obviously, you know, our position is that um, the... The restriction of, of liberty and the restriction of, of movement and freedom is is the punishment. Um, yet in the um, in prisons, the the type of justice is retributive justice, so it's punitive. Um, it's it's not it's not um, a position that's kind of shared by um, departments of justice around, around Australia. That um, that that being incarcerated is the punishment. So um, obviously, there is uh, there's a lack of access to Medicare. So around Australia, in every jurisdiction, um, people who are in prison are ineligible to access Medicare-funded health services, um, and the prison health services are run separately from um, community health and public health services that um, those of us who are not incarcerated um, are able to access. Statistically, after um, obviously experiencing in many ways cruel and inhumane um, sentences in our, into our prisons, taking into account the likelihood of reoffending from those who may not have known a life outside of incarceration from a very young age... <laughs> How capable uh, and adjusted are people when leaving the prisons as they currently are? In Western Australia, almost two-thirds of people who are in prison have been in prison before. Um, and the recidivism rate for um, Western Australia, so recidivism is where we're talking about people who are incarcerated again within two years of, of being released, Um that sort of sits around uh, 35 to 45% in, in Western Australia. So clearly, given that we've got sort of almost two-thirds of people currently in prison in Western Australia who've been incarcerated before, um, there, is, there is a failure to 
of the of the current prison system to rehabilitate people and to there's a, there's a lack of effective support for people who are exiting prison so that reintegration reentry support you know evidence shows really clearly that when people are provided with support following a period of incarceration to reintegrate back into society uh, they're they're more likely to successfully reintegrate you know with um access to you know basic basic human rights like um safe and adequate housing um accessing employment accessing um education opportunities that you know lead to um lead to employment and you know fulfilling participation in in the community Justice Reform Initiative states, our ambition is for this movement to be diverse but coherent, including victims of crime and the voices of those who have been to prison, united in a vision to reduce the numbers of people incarcerated, but with acknowledgement that there are different strategies, processes and approaches towards achieving this reduction. In what ways are you working toward this vision and have you already seen some material change since the initiative began? Uh, Good question. Um, So it's different in every jurisdiction. So Justice Reform Initiative is a a national organisation and um, so uh, my colleagues in other jurisdictions are obviously facing different priorities at the moment to to what we have here in WA. So um, what the Justice Reform Initiative looks like in Western Australia at the moment is uh, lots and lots of meetings with various stakeholders. You know, I've had meetings with um, service providers, with people with lived experience of incarceration, with victims of crime, with family members of people who are currently or have been incarcerated with members of parliament um, and with sort of broader community members who are interested in in this. It's, it's a bit tricky to measure the material change. One thing that I'm really uh, increasingly aware of is that for those people who do know about incarceration and they do know about the prison system, there is genuine desire to see a shift from... Um, from the tough on crime sort of law and order based responses that we currently have in place to smart on crime, evidence based um, and effective responses to to crime in our community. Um, so Justice Reform Initiative had some market research done uh, to give us a bit of a baseline in Australia and found that 78% of people don't know anything about prison. And so for those 78% of people, they just assume having had no contact with the system that it is, um, you know, it's going to deter crime. It's going to rehabilitate people who have been found guilty of committing a crime and it's going to um, keep our communities safe. And so Justice Reform Initiative is really um, trying to build a movement that speaks to those people who don't know about prison to say, well, hey, actually, um, jailing is failing to deter people from committing crimes. It's failing. Jailing is failing to rehabilitate people who are incarcerated and jailing is failing to keep our communities safe because, you know, everyone who's in prison is going to get out. You know, there's a very, very, very tiny percent of people who don't, who are not released. So, 
you know, we want people, want, if, if they've been incarcerated, to be leaving uh, prison as, you know, safe and, you know, and healthy members of our community. And um, currently jailing is failing to, to make that happen. As you just outlined, uh, there are some pretty common misconceptions of people and in their knowledge as to how the justice system works, particularly in Western Australia. Do you feel that if the politicians' validation of the system that is exists as it is currently were made more transparent in their lack of fundamental human rights, in their brutality, do you think that we would have a shift toward change from community and do you think that you would have a lot more support if people knew the reality? Look, I think that's a really interesting question. Um, People are not always motivated by people, people. People don't always look at things through a human rights lens and you know while I might look at things from the perspective of you know how is this um, how is this promoting and upholding human rights or how is it violating human rights others may not be quite as motivated by that so the really um, the really beautiful thing about a campaign like ours to reduce over incarceration is that actually there's multiple ways that we can speak to the community some people may be motivated you know as i've just said by that um, desire to promote and uphold human rights others may be more motivated by good fiscal policy and the reality is that um jailing is failing taxpayers as well you know it's it's a really really expensive and ineffective system uh, when we look at the recidivism rates you know it and and the cost the cost of incarcerating cost of incarcerating people you know like in in western australia it's over a hundred um a hundred and three thousand dollars um per person in prison per year and for children uh that that price is or that that cost is is even greater at over six hundred thousand per year so even if you can't get behind, hey, we should reduce the incarceration rate because um, incarcerating people is a violation of human rights, you know, we, you can arrive at we should reduce the incarceration rate because uh, it's expensive and large proportion of people who are in prison are going to end up back there. So there's more cost-effective ways that we can support people to... Um, break cycles of disadvantage that are often drivers of crime and to break cycles of offending and incarceration and re-offending and re-incarceration. Yeah, so there's definitely logic from the conservative economic uh, way of thinking, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any uh, closing statements, Kimberly, or do you have any information you'd like to get out to your listeners so that they can get to know a little bit more about the Justice Reform Initiative and how they can support you? The Justice Reform Initiative is committed to working in um, a non-party political, cross-party way. We want to build genuine political support for alternative approaches to incarceration. One um, message that I have received consistently from members of parliament who I have met with is that, you know, if their constituents come to them and arrange a meeting uh, to say, look, hey, I'd really like to see uh, more evidence-based criminal justice policy. I'm concerned about uh, what's happening in prisons. You know, obviously in Western Australia, uh, youth justice is currently, you know, enjoying a, a bit of a bigger profile in the media. Um, but, you know, these problems are throughout the entire um, prison system. 
So, um, yeah, one one thing that I'm hearing overwhelmingly from members of parliament is if their constituents take the time to pick up the phone and call them or to make a meeting with them to express their concern about the, um, the prison estate in Western Australia, that's a really powerful message. And, um, you know, they obviously they count all of the form letters that they receive from organised campaigns, but I'm hearing from members of parliament that constituents taking the time to pick up the phone, go and see them and say, I'm really worried about prison. And um, and I think that we need to be you know, looking at the evidence that demonstrates that prisons are harmful and ineffective. Uh, that's that's going to carry some weight for our members of parliament. That's definitely valid. I know that uh, it's it's often encouraged to communicate with your local member representative in order to get your message across, but obviously you have evidence to back that that is probably the most sound way to get this moving. Yeah, and look, if you want to find out more about justice reform initiatives, then have a look at our website. Um, we've got some exciting news. We've got our Jailing is Failing campaign shirts now available on the website. So you can wear your support for um, Jailing is Failing campaign and for Justice Reform Initiative. Yeah, wear some facts on your back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for chatting to me, Kimberly. I really appreciate it. Cool. No worries. Thank right. you. Anytime.